0: there's a certain freedom i think when you're a creator that then you can get to bring to work too totally and i actually
1: reckon that that we've totally just started a chat here yeah. but i thought that is one of the like brilliances of six is that we are such unique individuals and we all have such different like things that feed us creatively but that also then translates on stage as such unique characters mm. which then brings the ensemble all together but it's so that's so true
2: You're listening to the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. My name's Justin, or you can call me Stin. On this episode, we are hosting Royalty. We have two of the Australian queens from Six the Musical on the podcast to talk about the Smash It production, which is currently touring Australia. Vid and Carla Gare join us to talk all things Six, including the true history of the queens they portray and the brilliant writing of Tony Award winners Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss. You can follow all of our episodes and see behind-the-scenes content by following us on Instagram at... Theatre Thoughts AUS, TikTok at Theatre underscore Thoughts or on our YouTube channel. So dust off those crowns and get ready for a royal episode of the Theatre Thoughts podcast. Welcome to a very special episode of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. I've been trying to get this lined up for ages, so I'm very excited and honoured that it's finally come to fruition. Uh, We have two of the queens of Six the Musical joining us. One is a critically acclaimed actor, singer, and composer slash lyricist who is performing as Catherine Parr in Six. Uh, We also have a talented up-and-coming performer whose work encompasses the music and musical theatre and screen industries, who's also a classically trained musician with a diploma in classical piano, and they're performing as Anne Boleyn in Six the Musical. Please welcome Vidya Makan and Carla Gare. (laughs)
1: What an intro! Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was a mouth for that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh god, high prestige.
2: <laughs> I know. How are you both? We're um, well.
1: Yeah, good. We're good. <laughs> we're before a show, so we're mm. very good. <laughs>
2: have a bit more energy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Excellent. I've, I've, I have to admit, I've been kind of like following your journey ever since Sydney very, very closely on all oh. your accounts and just seeing where you're going and the stories. And you know what I'm loving is whoever the thought of doing six in the city and getting you guys to see your characters you into it they need a pay rise because that is (laughs) idea
1: We'll tell the time. Right,
2: we'll sure the we'll pass that on. I'm glad. Thank you for that. <laughs> no worries. Well, I'll just do a little bit of... I know I've already given you a bit of a spiel, but I want to dive into a few things about the two of you. So, so Vidya, you're working currently on um, your own collaboration musical uh, with Sonia <laughs> uh, Suarez called The Lucky Country in connection with the Hayes Theatre. So, you've been involved with the Hayes. I saw you in Merrily We Roll Along, um, and I loved it. <laughs> loved you in that. I, I was particularly <laughs> when I saw you, you had to stare at the screen as a news reporter for like yes. a solid like straight yes. six minutes or something. Uh
0: uh-huh.
2: like, she's she gets that it. was
0: like real thought acting you know <laughs> everything was going through the is eyes
1: Yeah. oh no <laughs> there is a
0: funny story in that
2: <laughs> carla you obtained a bachelor of fine arts in music theater at the victorian college of the arts yeah. and you were also awarded the lionel girl scholarship for music theater yes so you both have an extensive amount of talent behind you which is not surprising
0: it's it's yeah it's kind of cool there are a lot of us in the cast who are mm. creators in our own right I, I write musicals mm-hmm. um, or music and songs for musicals. Mm. Carla writes like her own songs. Yeah. A bunch of the cast, uh, Lauren and Phoenix are also writers. And I think that that's a really cool energy to come to work in, and to work within where yeah. uh, six isn't our only artistry. Like we, we a lot of us have other things that, I don't know, we play around with and there's a certain freedom, I think, when you're a creator that then you get
1: get to bring to work too. Totally. And I actually reckon that that, We've totally just started a chat here. But I thought that is one of the like brilliances of six is that we are such unique individuals and we all have such different like things that feed us creatively, but that also then translates on stage as such unique characters, Mm. which then brings the ensemble all together. But it's so, that's so true.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I like, I like what you said about having your own spin, on the queens because you are, you know, you're doing the same notes as everyone else who's performing around the world, but you each have your own spin on each of the queens, which is, you yeah. know, you like you play Anne different to the West End Anne, different to the Broadway Anne and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a beautiful freedom that Six allows you as creators to to do, which no other show generally yeah does a lot
0: it's a really cool show in the way that it's been written and directed largely by lucy in that that's what it requires of the actor like yes you're playing a character but you're playing your spin on a character Mm. rather than other shows where you where you have to morph right as an actor you morph whereas this is a different kind of process and it really honors the woman or the person that is playing the queen at that particular time. And mm. I think it especially comes out when you see our swings, yeah. Come on. Oh, like when the yes. incredible swings that we have, like play Catherine Parr, they're not playing Vidya's Catherine Parr. They're playing Karas's, Shannon's or Kiara's, and they're very different, but the show, it's not that like, it needs us to hit certain, I don't know, like energies mm. yeah. in a way, like it, it works when actually you're being, truthful to yourself and and the queen version of you.
1: Yeah. It's actually, yeah, it's actually like, I find it fascinating. And I will like till the day I die, talk about how amazing the Lucy and Toby are and the cleverness and everyone that went into writing this show. But it's like, it's written in that you have to be authentic, which I mean, in any show you have to, you know, truth is what we're aiming for. But this show, it just feels like there's that extra spice that is like, it really doesn't sing if there isn't that level, especially for oh, all Pa. <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's 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 like, that's, it's a big, like, whole gear shift of everything, and mm-hmm. we're all like, what? <laughs>
0: yeah. But even in our accents too, you know, like, yeah. a lot of people when we first did it um, and we were one of the first productions in the world mm-hmm. were like, in an Australian accent, what? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think what the show... It, on one level, is about, yes, these six queens and reclaiming their stories, and Mm -hmm. it talks about, like, British history, Mm -hmm. but I think the undercurrent of it is it's actually a show about women Mm -hmm. and non-binary people, I guess, in the world. Yeah. And so, yes, we're, like, playing these six queens, but we're also playing these six women on stage Mm -hmm. with their own stories, and so having an Aussie accent
1: isn't weird. No, and I totally, it's all part of the, like, I love, we have this little theory that six is, like, this out of doesn't exist in this world it's like this outside of world thing that it goes oh this period needs this message or this period needs this message uh, it's like i like that it's it helps a lot <laughs> but it also it's <laughs> like this idea of that like all of these different and i think that the real like root message of six transcends like every binary imaginable and it's just this like Beautiful golden egg of empowerment for every single person, which is why, like, and that's not to discount that it is absolutely uh, women reclaiming their stories, but, like, underneath it, and this is also, I think, why its success is so worldwide, is there's just every single person feels that freedom of, like, breaking the shackles of whatever is holding them down, and that is totally unique to every person, not just one place that has one accent. So it yeah. totally works at where I'm so glad. There was one point we might have done it in an English accent. I think really at the very beginning. Really? I, I don't remember that. I think a, pro, a producer was pushing for an English accent, and I'm right. Yeah, that wouldn't have been
0: good. <laughs> 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 that's, that's better if I'm, <laughs> if I'm getting paid. I'm joking. I'm joking. I can't. Kid, I can't.
1: Kid, I kid. <laughs> don't <laughs> worry. has a great British accent. I've heard it. I promise.
2: Oh, come on. You're going to have to show us now. Give us a little snippet.
1: It's been a while. Don't <laughs> <Joke impression. laughs> I'm,
0: I'm feeling under, under the pump here. No, it's fine. No, it's it's fine. In Let's see.
2: <laughs> but I do, I do love um, what you were saying about how, like, it is, it is so multifaceted, this show. And I think when it first came out, because I remember I saw it, the first time I saw it was in London. I saw it in Leicester. My friend took me to it. She was like, Justin, you have to see the show. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think it might have been with some of the originals, not not entirely. Oh,
0: that's true. Yeah. Every single yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And I remember seeing it and on the surface I was like, Okay, it's about Henry Lee's, you know, six wives. Didn't know much about him. Mm-hmm. Apart from when I was teaching in the UK, I heard these kids go, Oh, you know, divorce, better divide, divorce, is five. I was like, What are you talking about? And then <laughs> when I found out more, I was like, Okay, that's on the surface. But then I kept revisiting and revisiting it, and you're right, it's so layered in just all these things you can pull from it it's fascinating
1: Mm. yeah I've
0: I've, of late I guess as you're going through a long tour you have to make things fresh for yourself and for me I've been thinking about the word survived and in my my song saying the word no like no I don't need your love no and what that means coming from the body of a woman of color on stage Mm. what that means as a woman who women who are survivors or people who are survivors and what that means and kind of channeling even that just on stage for me is something that Catherine Parr I'm honoring the the original Catherine Parr but when I'm on that stage I'm not I'm not actually necessarily just thinking about her I'm thinking about the survivors in this world
1: Mm. and
0: those who maybe don't get the opportunity to say no yeah
2: wow yeah that's incredible. That's so incredible. I love. That's just. A, I love that reading of it. You know, like yeah. you wouldn't think about it, but that is just. It and I think it brings it into your performance because I remember when I saw you guys in Sydney and you do video. You do break and you say, "Hang on, what are we doing? Why are we yeah. doing this for?" And it just it brings this whole change, like like say gear shift to the show. Mm-hmm. Well, well, for those who have been buried under a rock and don't know anything about Six, let me just give a quick spiel of it. So it's a British pop musical written by Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss, while they were studying for their final exams at Cambridge. It first came uh, and performed at Cambridge in 2017 and then was taken to the Fringe in 2017, smashed it, loved it, moved to London, tells the story of Henry VIII's six wives as they compete to decide who will lead the group based on who suffered the most. And then there's tons of musical inspirations from Lily Allen, to Adele, to Britney Spears, Ariana Grande, Alicia Keys, and obviously the eight Tony nominations that it recently got. Yeah,
1: yeah. amazing.
2: Will you be watching it together? I think it's on the thirteenth. The Tonys. The
0: thirteenth. We'll be traveling. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh we'll
2: be no. Traveling. Yes, to Melbourne.
0: Yeah.
1: To Melbourne. So yes. Was...
0: Damn. Maybe we'll do a screening though together that week. Mm.
2: Well, by the time this comes out, you never know. It could be a eight time Tony Award winning. Not- yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no reason that it shouldn't. Yeah, Exactly. The word is out. The Theatre Thoughts Monthly is here and it's your chance to get exclusive giveaways, podcast episodes, reviews and more direct to your inbox don't wait until next month get this month's theater thoughts monthly now it takes two seconds to sign up simply head to the link in this episode's description and select the theater thoughts monthly option to fill in your details it's that simple you'll receive links direct to this month's edition of charlotte's cheap thrills early access to an exclusive giveaway only for theater thought subscribers and the early goss on our next massive star on the podcast now let's get back to today's episode So can you tell us a little bit about the Queens? Because if I had like the scope and the time, I would call up my friend Susie Russell, who is the absolute most six fanatic that I've ever (laughs) met in my entire life. She's seen it about six or eight times now. She's going over to the UK to see it performed at Windsor, I think. Oh yeah, the
0: the castle one? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. See, so she's like a big fanatic. So she's like, when I saw it with her, she was like, oh, did you know Catherine Parr was this? And did you know Anne Boleyn was this? And like, tell me all the backstory about them. But could you give us like a brief description of who you play? In
1: well, show? I mean, like historically remembered wise, Anne Boleyn was, I think, the most infamous in the sense of she changed everything. And history has remembered her as the one that was at fault and the reason behind that. But what is great is in this show we get to say, you're wrong. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's not the full truth. And we're forgetting some significant parts of history here, a.k.a. Henry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I love that this Anne Boleyn is so... Um, like, rock star, kind of got that, like, punky, earthy, like, attitude. I think that that, especially the whole, like, I love leaning into the sort of manipulation of it, like the very, in one moment, oh, what, I didn't do a thing, and then in the next moment, ha-ha, I'm doing everything. And the carefreeness of her, I think that it's so nice to play her as such a multifaceted person because she was so much more than just, a temptress, a seductress, a someone who bewitched the king. I totally get that the Catholic England is going to remember her as a witch because they were excommunicated because of her. And like what I like totally, when I am doing the history, I'm always like the culture is so important to think about. Like it's back then religion was everything, family, um, uh, where you were in the court and in the system, like ambition was everything. And Anne was a brilliantly intelligent woman born at that time and, like, moved around, went to France and then came back with all of this amazing French ability on knowing how to court, which in England people were like, whoa, more skin. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But she, yeah, was, I think she totally showed Henry that he could have way more power than he did. And unfortunately he took that and ran with it. And it, it bit her. And it is it is a real, like, I really, truly feel the weight of playing her and the ability to, on one part, play the freedom of this character and just the brilliant and, like, the rock star vibe and get to have that rock star moment. But also I've really loved learning about this woman and how many other women probably have similarly erased stories that are have some male something over it that's just... Ignored it or given it the wrong perspective that history has remembered it for.
2: Yeah, I think that's a beautiful explanation. I remember I I visited her castle in oh. London. I went to the Anvil Inn Castle, which is yeah. gorgeous. Ah, yeah. oh, it's beautiful in there.
1: I didn't. Is it heva or is it the
2: uh, Hever castle? castle?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh,
2: it's gorgeous there. The
1: one he gave her or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. they were in love
1: yeah. at some point. Catherine Parr's <laughs> castle.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> And I think apparently there's only one surviving portrait of Anne Boleyn that we know of.
1: The one with the B, which is
2: a fun fact. Yeah, right. So, Catherine Parr, then, who actually published three books, no, I found no. out, and uh, was uh, one of her books, Prayers and Meditations, was the first book published by uh, a female author with a name attached to it.
0: English. I always like to put English.
2: That English.
0: The Middle East, the women, Muslim women have been publishing books for forever. Exactly. But, but yeah, in England, yeah, she was absolutely groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Catherine Very
2: Parr, intelligent.
0: In, incredibly intelligent. Catherine Parr was a lot older. Um, she had already been married twice before Henry. So, sorry, yeah, before marrying Henry. And so when the whole Catherine Howard debacle happened, everyone at the court was like, we need a woman who they thought was going to be like just a nurse, a mother kind of thing, not stir up any trouble. And having Catherine Parr around, they were like, this woman's intelligent. She's She knows what she's doing. She has this maternal kind of instinct. She doesn't have any kids of her own. And so they kind of arranged for this to happen. But, you know, there's so much about Catherine Parr. She gets painted as this mother nurse kind of figure through history because each of us have our archetypes, which is what we break down in six. Catherine was incredible. She was an incredibly intelligent woman. She was a Protestant. Um, Henry tried to have her beheaded because she was really about the common man reading the word of God. He really wanted... um, the Bible to be translated into English, which was huge at the time because it meant that all of the power of the Catholic church and the Roman Catholics would kind of disintegrate because it meant that they couldn't just tell people what to do. Isn't that people what, could read the Bible themselves. Isn't that
1: what Henry wanted when he reformed the church with Evelyn? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's like
0: all, even though he said he wanted to be like change the church, but he was still like, I guess, a Catholic at heart. So they're
2: like, Oh, Oh, right. Okay.
0: Very confusing. (laughs) But everyone basically said to him that Catherine Parr was being too independent and was doing too much to like progress everything forward. So he tried to have her beheaded and she was very, very close to being beheaded, but she actually talked her way out of it, which is the first time that that ever had happened. And I think it really says a lot to her intellect and her ability to get on side which is an incredible trait for a woman of the time. Mm. So she did that and she, yeah, like I said, ended up publishing these three books. Mm. Um, She was responsible for doing a lot of the teaching and for raising Elizabeth, who was Anne's daughter. Um, Mm. they actually say that Elizabeth's reign and the incredible intellect that she had, a lot of that was to do with the fact that she was really raised a lot by Catherine Parr. So this woman was absolutely incredible Mm. in a lot of ways, which, like, You know, Carla, I was about to say, like Anne said, like Carla said, (laughs) yeah, isn't it it remembered through history because she's given this one word, survived, and she's remembered as this nurse. Other
1: kind mm. of
2: figure. Yeah, take him out of the picture. Yeah. Yeah, kick him out. Yeah. It's funny actually, as you both talk about them, I can see them in oh. you. I can see your performance. You <laughs> <love it>. Like <laughs> yeah. the
0: spirit of Anviln does quite literally live through Carligate. That's yeah. so
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kind of a little bit scary. <laughs> I think she was
1: <laughs> no, but <Are> you should have been.
2: Exactly. No. Well, with all of you and, and the swings included, you're all such amazing performers in your own right. And I, like you said before, like, you each do your own thing. But is there any, like, kind of, like, funny... Because I've seen, like, stories posted on Instagram where, like, someone will say, like... I think it was Carousel or say, like, oh, bye, Sydney, instead of, like, hello, Canberra or, some, or something. So there's, like, other mishaps. And I've seen, like, little things um, posted on Instagram. But do you guys have any, like fun stories that just stick with you whenever you think of shows because you guys have been everywhere and you've done so many oh
0: God. yeah there's many a story there's
1: many but i only can't think of any right
0: now um oh, yeah. where um in sydney the way that the stage was yeah we didn't have wings so you had to go up and down these stairs to get off so if you've come and seen the show come and see us In Holbein, we run (laughs) off the stage to go do a really quick change. We get like a sip of water, put the rough on and then come back on stage. And the note was always get off stage as quick as you can so you can get this rough on. And I'm the first one up on the left-hand side. And there was this one show where I really didn't see the stairs and I was just thinking about getting off. But it's like my whole, like if this was my body, it kind of turned into a plank and kind of like went like this. And like, like a bobsled, <laughs> shot down, this blue plank just fell down the stairs. And Sue, our costume lady, was waiting there for us to come through. She can't see anyone. But she sees these two boots just <laughs> fall through, through the curtain. Oh, and then after she sees the boots, she sees this, like, little head pop out and crawl <laughs> in. But I'm going to rush as well. Get the rough on back on stage. So that, oh, like, my God. That, that was one. Like, uh, uh, Phoenix, no. Phoenix, And uh, also, Phoenix is behind me, so I fell, and then Phoenix kind of like fell with me, and Lauren oh,
1: watched the whole God. thing. <laughs> That's <just> over in <laughs> an instant. So I have so much sadness that I didn't <laughs> see it. I feel like <laughs> I.
2: Yeah, I'm t- kind of sad too. Uh, uh, yeah, that was funny.
1: Yes, that was a classic. I feel like, oh, we had, well, uh, the last tour, we had a crazy moment where an <laughs> audience member. <laughs> when Cleves goes get up and dance we had a brilliant mum mom get up on stage
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no
1: but she kind of like hoisted so, her whole body she and, was like... wearing a full pencil skirt and that <laughs> did not stop her.
0: <laughs> we, we all we all went to shock we were like <laughs> Oh my God, there's a person on stage. Oh
1: God. Yeah. And the poor
0: daughter oh was mortified.
2: Oh, that poor girl. I like, you oh like she picked
0: up
1: and she, yeah, she, she was, was dancing. Great she, time, but fully... like character gone. <laughs> yeah. like, we're all like, I think the only person that wow. kept it was Lauren who like well, escorted her <laughs> off stage. We were like, oh, What do we do now? Oh, classic scene. <laughs> classic Seymour.
2: <laughs> classic. True pride, true pride. How funny. Uh, That's insane. I couldn't even imagine that. Just even as before yeah. you're like, oh, okay, this doesn't happen. This
1: is meant to happen. A little bit of PTSD. Every time I see someone go, get up, I'm yeah, like, I'm I'm just say <laughs> <"Josette." laughs> <laughs> not really Up There? Yeah, I have the same. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, there
2: um is there a point a special moment in the show that is always um always fun to do? Like you just look forward to it all the time.
1: There's oh, there's like a heap, but I feel do you have one? Not in particular. I think I really look forward to six in general, and I think that, that that the whole like from the sly goose onwards, just the whole Yeah. I love the reshift and it really feels like there is healing in that song. Mm. Like the lights, the chorus, everything, us standing there as a force, the brilliant band behind us, the lights, you literally feel the heat of the lights. And then the glitter goes off. It just is this celebration that is so joyous and we are pop stars, Mm. (laughs) but it is so joyous after this whole, like really fun, but kind of chaotic show. Yeah, And then we get to this point and Mm. we, it's, that whole number is all about reclaiming it. And I love, we have a moment after I say my little bit and go, Shake CP and there's a little moment that (laughs) we've done that I really feel like is such a, yeah, Amberlynn, that didn't happen, but I'm, it's okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I also
0: think about your daughter. I always need to tell you this. Like, yeah, I sometimes be uh, like, she's all right.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Oh, so hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I keep wanting to tell you that. So, on air is a great time. Yeah, it's a great time.
1: <laughs> we, no, I like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, you're, you're not singing. I you're know, it's <laughs> Lauren's turn to sing. We're having a moment.
1: <laughs> oh, beautiful! Yeah, I love that.
2: That's real beautiful. One last question, actually. That I've just it came to my mind as because you've been doing this for a very long time now. Do you find that you have grown as performers within this show?
1: Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially add some panorama into it. Definitely yeah. great as people. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <COVID. laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> certainly. Like I think
0: between the first season and then coming back, they're yeah. two different shows yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not just because of, um, you know, our new cast members who are incredible. Mm. Um, different shows in that we're we're all different women and humans, mm. you know. Yeah. We've all collectively went through something, went through a lot and grew and changed in that time. But I also do think like since opening to yeah. so now, I've definitely, there are so many lessons that you learn The show, I think, for a lot of us, um, it's my first long-running show in a role like this. Yep. So there's a lot of lessons that you just don't know until you get there (laughs) and you're doing it. But doing this particular show for that long as well, where the show doesn't work, you cannot switch off. Like, the show Mm -hmm. doesn't work if you're not connected. If you, you can't just phone it in. It's not one of those, you know, and doing that night after night and finding the freshness night after night, which actually happens. Mm. It's weird to say, but it does. We connect with each other night after night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think also the audience being yes. different every night is such a blessing. Yeah. Because that's an element that we don't have to worry about adding freshness. They're always mm. gonna be different, which is great. Is
0: the spaces fun. we get to play in is also yeah. super cool. Yes. Um, very, very, very excited true. to get to Melbourne. Oh, yeah, because a
2: lot of the cast yeah. members are from Melbourne, aren't they?
0: Coming home. Yeah. But yeah.
2: That's so cool.
0: We've all and as we as we tour, you know, we get closer as well.
2: Yeah.
0: We all love each other, like we're obsessed yeah. with each other. Yeah. And <laughs> As that gets deeper and deeper, the show gets deeper and deeper and it brings out little mm-hmm. elements, which is really cool yes. as well.
1: I love this show for that, that it's yeah. like I have, I will happily admit that I haven't hit the bottom of discovery nah. with my character, with this whole show. Like yeah. I know there is still so much, yeah. which is as an actor, like a bl- the gift, that's what yeah. you want.
0: And, you know, on one hand, the show is about reclamation and women reclaiming our stories and our voices. Hmm. I think, on another hand, the show is about friendship, yeah. you know? Yeah. And about the power of coming together. Yeah. This is
2: such a wholesome conversation. It's making me feel really nice. <laughs> it's
0: a wholesome time. It's a wholesome time.
2: That's it. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I know you've got a performance tonight to do to go and smash out, so I just, I'll just, i wrap it up. Thank you so much for jumping on. Like I so said, I've been trying to organise this for ages, so to have you come on is, is an absolute dream. So Carla and Vigia, thank you so much. Sixth Musical, you're coming back home to Melbourne from the 17th of June, playing at Melbourne's Comedy Theatre. You can get tickets at sixthemusical.com forward slash Australia. Thank you so much and all the best and I can't wait to just keep following you on your journey as you go. Thank you so much. Thank you. A massive thank you to Sonia McGill for helping to organise today's episode. Thank you to Carla Gare and Vijay Macon for joining us on the podcast. You can follow Six the Musical Australia on Instagram at sixmusicalau. Six plays at Melbourne's Comedy Theatre from the seventeenth of June before touring New Zealand and Brisbane. More details to be announced soon. Tickets for the Australian production of Six can be booked via the website slash australia That's it for another episode of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. If you're looking to see more theatre in 2022 and consider yourself to be a writer, why not join our growing team of reviewers? We are currently on the lookout for new writers in Sydney and Melbourne to join our team. You'll gain great experience in writing reviews and expressing your opinions, plus you get to see theatre shows on us. If this sounds like you, email us at team at outlook.com or by contacting us on our website online. And we'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. <laughs>